Hi guys, welcome back to Poppin Podcast. This is Alyssa. Hi guys, this is Mar. Welcome. Spooky edition. This is spooky edition. It's the week of Halloween. We are currently recording on Thursday, the 29th, but you guys will hear us on Halloween and we're gonna release it on Halloween. Um, today is a special episode. Um, Mar, do you wanna kinda go into why this is a special episode today? Because we have a guest! We have a special guest. Her name is Stephanie Politron. She is from um, King City. King City. KC. <laughs> KC all the way. <laughs> but basically. You want to introduce yourself yeah. and say what school you go to and what you do with your life. Okay. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Stephanie Politron. I am currently attending Hartnell College. This is actually my third year there because I changed my major because I want to do veterinary veterinary medicine. But then I knew that I was going to faint once I start surgery, you know, on like animals. So I was like, nah. So I just went to graphic design. Hey, that which brings <laughs> us to a special reveal, you guys. We okay. If you haven't noticed by now, we updated our cover art, and it is done by yours truly, Steph. And Woo! just to plug her IG handle, so you guys can check her out. It is Steph. Can you tell us what your art page is? Oh, like oh yeah, sure. It's I S P Creates on Instagram, right? So go give her a follow and check her out. She has great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so she did our cover art and it was, she did it really personalized to us. And the reason why we mainly wanted... This is, like, part of the reason of, like, why we have our podcast, too. Like, what we wanted to do was, like, bring spotlight to people, to artists, to, like, athletes, to people that we know locally and we know that have lots of talent and we wanted to showcase that. So yeah, Steph, if you want to go into why you chose this pathway and how you, how has, how's it been so far and doing art as an artist? Cause I, I like, I kind of know what it's about, but like not, I'm not going Digitally. into it as a profession like you are. So, mm-hmm. can you tell us about that? Of course. Um, the reason why I chose this pathway is because, like, ever since I was small, like, I always drew. Like, I love drawing. Like, I had, like, can I curse on this? Yeah. I, I had, like, a shit ton of sketchbooks. <laughs> and then, like, if I didn't have any sketchbooks, I would be... <laughs> I had to ask permission. <laughs> Uh, like, if I didn't have any sketchbooks, I would literally just draw on the walls. And then afterwards, like, you know, I'd get punished by my parents. Mm-hmm. But, like, art has always been there throughout my life. And that's one of the reasons why I chose it. I mean, first, it was veterinary medicine. I don't know what I was thinking at the time. But, like, now that I, like, saw through, like, what I know I'm capable of, like, I wanted to choose that pathway. And the reason why I wanted to choose it was because it's just, like, the designs that people make, like, out there are just, like, so amazing. And, like, it's, like, outstanding how much they use, like, the programs and everything like that. Like, how much you have to know in order to make designs, like, 
damn, like I didn't even know that you had to use like Photoshop or um, Illustrator, like anything, you know, like design related. I thought it was just like, you know, I don't know, like that Windows Paint um, application. I thought it was just that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no. <laughs> yeah. Old days. And like, yeah. And like, there's like so many concentrations in graphic design. Like, I personally, like, want to do, like, publication, which kind of deals with, like, you see my milk carton? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, this is the logo. And, like, they make these designs, like, the, like, like little cow. And, like, That's usually with graphic designs. That. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you have to, like, communicate with the client, like, good. Because <laughs> then there's going to be miscommunication. And, like, you have to really pick out, like, specifically what's what makes this company or, like, the client, like, stand out. Like, for example, like, the artwork that I did for you guys, like, you guys said Poppin'. And then, like, Mar, like, you guys were thinking about, like, the title or the name of the podcast. And, like, you guys were just eating popcorn. So, you guys were like, oh, Poppin'. Poppin', sorry. So, I wanted to add, like, popcorn into it. Eat them in, like, your faces as well. Like, giving, like, the expression of how you guys are, like, as a personality. You know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that looks like me. Yeah, I was like, whoa. It is unreal how detailed she went into this. We were, were, like, shocked. We were like, oh, my God. Like, we were astonished by how good she captured us. Um, But, yeah, Yeah. well, that's kind of, like, is... Is your style, like, usually, like, really realistic? Or what what style do you like to do, like, most? Like, what would you say your signature style is as an artist? Honestly, I don't have, a like, a preference or have, like, a signified style. Mm-hmm. It's It comes out random. Like, sometimes I'll just be doing, like, you know, realistic. Or another times, like, I don't know, like, cartoonish, like, anime type of stuff. But, like, I don't know. I guess, like... It's, like, in the moment, like, how I feel like drawing. Mm-hmm. But I don't have, like, you know, a specific one. I mean, but I'm still, like, you know, looking into more things. But I like, like, um, I don't know, like, demon stuff. <laughs> Dark stuff. Dark stuff. And that brings us to the story we have for you guys. Yes. So. Darkness. Right. <laughs> we decided to do something fun. Um, I, our last podcast was pretty serious, like not super serious, but like it was a more serious topic. So we wanted to do something fun because that's what we really are about having a little variety of everything. So we decided to do a spooky story time. And this, Ooh. this is, um, if you guys want to check it out, this is a documentary on Hulu. It is called the Skinwalker Ranch. So you can go watch it for reference. Um, Mar and Steph haven't heard it yet. I watched it. I I sacrificed two hours to watch this documentary. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of scary, not gonna lie. But, I couldn't have watched it by myself. I can't. I can't watch scary things by myself. I gotta like it. But if I am watching it by myself, it's gotta be like like in the daylight. You know, it can't be at night. Yeah, it's too, I'm too scared. Too much of a baby, so terribly. When I was younger, I used to watch like hella scary movies. Like it was like demonic, and not like I don't know why it didn't phase me until I got older. Like I was like, oh shit, it's kind of scary. Like it's gonna follow me somehow. <laughs> Actually, fun fact, fun fact. The like one of the one of like 
the start of our friendship was when me and Mar went to go watch La Llorona, Llorona in the movie theater. But it was okay, it was not an important class. You guys know like priorities, like you skip the classes are easy. Like you know, you're, no, you don't skip don't, any don't class. Don't skip people. class, guys. We are here, uh, you fool, you go to class every day. You do your homework every day. As long as you get your, as long as you get your assignments in, I'm you're good. Make it, you make it, you know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's get into this the story. Okay, so Skinwalker Ranch is located in northeastern Utah. Um, it is on like a the region of like a Utah basin. Um, but basically this... Wait, listen. Sorry. Yeah. Is this, like, based on a true story, or is this just, like, a... Oh, yeah, this is based on a true story. Oh! <gasps> yeah. So you can go, you can go to Skinwalker Ranch, and... <gasps> it's... Yeah, this is, like, this oh, is real... This is, this is real stuff. Okay, so do like, your... So <laughs> 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 you those memories, guys, before you listen... <laughs> Get some holy water. I don't know what you gotta do, but get prepared. <laughs> but basically, this um, this ranch or this region of land is has been known like since the beginning of time. Literally since the beginning of time, um, the first like sightings of like rare occurrences or really strange events literally dates back to all the way back to like the European party like crossing like from like when Spain was crossing to the Americas and literally I think his name was he was a Spaniard um but um basically his name is Father Escalante he was there was reports dating back to that then when they came and did missionaries and tried to, you know, all that crazy shit when they tried to revert Native Americans to Catholicism. So that's that's another thing to get into. But besides the point, this is literally happening from before time. There was reports back then, literally centuries ago, and till this day, it's still happening. One of the most, I think it escalated from this... The strange occurrences that are happening escalated from UFO sightings to paranormal activity. And usually, like, you don't think of those together. You, you just think of them separately. So yeah. what, do you, what do you guys really... Do you guys believe in that stuff? Like, what do you guys think? Uh, I don't really know. I mean, because I've never experienced it, and I've never seen, like, anyone else. I've never really heard anything else about it like i just see in movies that's it but i don't know steph how about you have you experienced oh yeah i have experienced it here in my house bro that's like scary. legit this was like years ago it was like maybe like six years ago like there was like oh. a power outage and like my dad was like fixing the switch on my room and like he left the flashlight on the floor and then, like, I was just, like, staring blankly, like, at the light. I was, like, doing, like, bunny ears and all that stuff. But then, like, I saw, like, a figure, like, a human figure that just, like, walked by, like, in the light. I was, that is like, so scary. Holy shit. Whoa. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. I feel like you have a feeling, an eerie feeling, and then you start to believe it. 
Mm-hmm. But basically, the, the one of the first reports that happened, like, usually the locals will not speak about it, or some of them will, but some of them are reluctant to speak about it because they are literally fear for themselves and their, like, families because the events that have occurred. Um, some of the events have recurred to UFO, UFOs, which is um, unidentified, unidentified foreign objects, poltergeists, paranormal activity, weird creature sightings so like el cucuy like stuff like that like bigfoot something like that animal mutilations and like things that are like being relocated within very short time which make no sense like 600 pounds of weight relocated in like a span of 25 minutes which is really hard you would need like a whole thing like there was no things leading up to those that made sense it didn't add up how those things happened so basically, <laughs> are you guys scared yet? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. So yet. one of the main uh, investigators, George Nath, um, he's taking on this story. Um, he interviewed people from the indigenous tribes that were there, so which is the Utes, and they have described the term skinwalker to be as an evil presence that shapeshifts and steals souls and lives. And they they kind of like see this as like the the imagery that they see this creature as is like a werewolf or something that turns into a human and into another creature. What the? Yeah. So if you can imagine any of those crazy creatures like that you were told as a kid, that's what people are going. It's literally raining so hard and I think there's thunder outside. Whoa. <laughs> Do you hear that? Perfect. For this story, yeah. Okay. I don't hear it, actually. Um, but <laughs> basically, things that happened, like, around the timeline, like, in the 70s, there was, like, silver dome-shaped objects, jagged green lights, like, coming from the sky. And, like, back then, they didn't have phones, so, like, they couldn't really document it, really. And I was like, why can't I hear you guys? And no, but like on no cab, like for a second, it said that it was not connecting to Zoom. Like my, my, all my internet went out for a second. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm actually scared. <laughs> That's, it's getting no. real now. Yeah, you know we should have done like screen recorded Zoom. I know. We could have made it into an audio file. Because, you know, they do that, but they do like, um, I think podcasters usually do, like, ones that are, like, really into it for, like, they have been into it for a minute. They do recorded, like, they do their podcast and then they do a recorded version. Sorry, guys. Some technical difficulties or, should I say, paranormal activity happening. (laughs) By the way, we're all in separate time zones. Um, It is literally 11.30 p.m. in Tennessee. 7.31 7.31 in Alaska, people. 7.31? Yeah. Oh, 8.31. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was so <laughs> anticlimactic. Okay. Um, okay, so basically this rich millionaire guy named Robert Bigelow came up with a... National Institute for Discovery Science called NIDS and he invested so much money into this because based on his experiences and he really wanted to understand what's going on here 
Um, they talk about a family which is referred to as the Gorman family. And they lived on the ranch, and not even within the first week of living there, they already have been experiencing paranormal and uh, extraterrestrial, not extraterrestrial, terrestrial because they don't have proof that it's extraterrestrial, but that's what they feel like their experiences experiencing so far. So it's a family of four, um, and their first weekend they count, encountered, they... First, the son, so it's a ranch. They live on a ranch, and they live as, like, farmers. So they have cattle. They have, like, all these things in the corral. And one day, the son and the father went out to cater to their their cattle. Um, And they see a really huge wolf. Like, not even, like, we see, like, wolves, and, like, you can tell the difference between a dog and a wolf. But this is, like, huge, like, like, I don't know how to other to explain it. Then it's, like, taller than a human, like, almost a wolf, like, standing on fours. So they say, they were saying um, the family had reported it to be friendly at first, and, like, it just came up to them kind of calmly. But then oh, one of the calves makes the mistake of putting his head through the fence of the corral. And... Obviously, the wolf, with the predator-like instinct, tries to grab the baby calf and tries to take it out and starts biting it and eating it, trying to eat it. Not trying to eat it, but, like, has it, like, in its jaws. (laughs) Yeah. But basically, so then the son goes and gets a three fifty-seven Magnum shotgun, and he starts shooting the wolf. He shoots it one time from very close proximity. I don't know much about guns, but I know that if you shoot someone from very closely, yeah, like that's instantly death. The wolf did not flinch. He did not do anything. <laughs> so then, then he shot him three or four more times in close range, and still he was still going at it, not like not letting up. The wolf was still. Like, putting, like, I, I don't know, like, he had, like, super freaking powers. So then the boy Bullet goes vest. inside. <laughs> yeah. The boy goes inside and gets a hunting rifle. And he shoots it. And it finally, like, pierces the wolf's, like, skin, I guess. So then it kind of backs off and goes away. But that's just... I don't know, what do you, what would you guys feel in that, like, situation? If you were the boy having the gun, trying to get this thing, like, and it did not flinch, like, you were doing everything, what would you do? I would not even, I would not, I would be like, here, take the calf, I don't care, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I'd be like, this is not dying, so. (laughs) I go yeehaw. (laughs) I'd be getting it. That's just scary. It's like, you know when you, like, run into a spider and that shit just won't die? Like, you're, like, spraying water at it and everything and then they just won't die? Why would you spray water into a spider? Obviously, it's not going to die. Yeah, it will. No. You need a chancla. You need a hydrate. Dude, sometimes they don't die. Even when you hit them with a chancla, like, one time. If you need double kill. Or triple. Double kill. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so basically that was, like, the first sign of a really strange um, event. 
So they even like went and examined the flesh and tracked the animal. And once they started tracking the animal and there was a trail of like footsteps, they further tracked it into the woods, the son and the father. And once they got into the woods, the the feet, this the the paws, like the animal the tracks track. disappeared. Yeah. So they it disappeared and they couldn't really track it down anymore. So I guess the wife ended up seeing the wolf again, and she described described it to like an expert person that knew about that stuff, and they said that it was a dire wolf. But oh. this exact dire wolf had been extinct for ten thousand years. So a dinosaur. <laughs> so a dinosaur. <laughs> but isn't that crazy? Like you seeing something and you're telling someone, like I saw this, like I legit saw this, like in my backyard yeah. or something like that. And they're like, no, like no, bitch, that has been extinct for like ten thousand years. You're crazy. <laughs> like, my dad experienced something like that when really? he was younger. Yeah, like was extinct. <laughs> Not extinct, but it was like a ghost kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he at the time he was living in Mex, and like it's still like he would wake up like legit like at three or four in the morning to like go feed like the cattle and like horses and stuff, and then like my grandpa pointed out like a, a white bull, mm-hmm. like oh like pay attention to the bull, and then my dad was like why just look at it and it and like sunrise like you know like the sun was already coming out and like. Bit by bit, like that bull was like slowly disappearing. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. I know. Okay, I don't wait. That's yeah, I would, I would feel like I was going crazy. I feel like it makes you go crazy. Like, okay, even though it might be real, like it just makes you feel and look crazy. Like, when you're saying stuff like this or telling a story like this, you know, like it's hard to believe. It's really hard to believe unless it happens to you, like, you know? Yeah, and then you ask yourself, like, oh, am I going crazy or what? Like, yeah. or was I dreaming? And watching this documentary, like, I could tell the people, they're, like, normal people, and they were not, like, cloud chasers saying, oh, yeah, this happened to me, I was abducted, like, they took out my organs or something like that. Like, you know, they're, they're normal people. Up until, like... Not until the 90s, they they started having technological, not spiritual sightings. So, like, they would have, they would see random, like, things in the sky. Like, the lights would come out of the ground in the pastures. They would have, like, divots in the ground that, like, didn't make any sense. Like, just thousands of, like, dug holes in the ground that, like, was just random. Um, I think 2017, which is literally three years ago, this is the, the more, like, latest data that they have found. Um, there was this guy, and he was, like, had a client, and he was showing one of the, like, the houses on the ranch. And he saw, a sh- like, he was, um, I think he was talking to the lady in the house or in the property, when he looked outside and he saw a ship, like a big, big, like ship, like you would, like the ones you see in the movies, you know? Um, but he, the most like notable thing that everybody has said, like, yeah, like literally a spaceship. Oh, okay. So based the most, mostly I see like a reoccurring of pattern that like, it's not only a ship, but the thing that sticks with them the most is the light is so bright 
that they remember it so like it traumatizes them because it's like literally brighter than the sun it's nothing that they've ever experienced before like it's like scary like but basically when he went outside to go see the see the the spaceship or whatever the ufo he goes out there and he hears in the back of his head you shouldn't be seeing this from like a random voice you shouldn't be seeing this you're gonna miss your family so he goes back inside and he's like like obviously if you guys heard that i'd be like oh i'm dipping like okay i didn't see anything like you know you didn't see me anymore after that yeah so basically he basically like what people gain from this and they're saying that that whoever whatever these beings are that they have a way of communicating with you without saying anything and in your in your mind that's, that's scary like telepathic yeah telepathic <laughs> i like that i can't like that's crazy that's really scary yeah. to me like i that's really like they warned him though that's so weird like hey go like get away from that yeah it's almost so then like that also made me think of like what if it's not just aliens and what if like the government had something to do with it and they're involved with them <laughs> so that maybe concludes to that but like what do you guys think do you guys think it's like a natural like i mean from like another planet or do you think that the government is like in like cahoots with them like you know or do you think they have something to do with it I don't know. I just don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe any of this. I'm sorry. I just like, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. I think you just have to see it to believe it. It's just crazy. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how I am. I got to see it to believe it. I, like When you watch it, when you watch the documentary, you kind of get a better, like, you kind of start to believe it after seeing all the things that they show. Yeah. And the name of the documentary is Kim Walker Ranch. Yeah. So Tom Gorman, which is the dad, that's what the name that they give him. They experience under like they would since like they own the like they're on the property and they're digging up holes because that's what they do like for like a living. They start to like experience more paranormal and poltergeist stuff. So I guess like disturbing the earth on the ranch and those things like you, they would start hearing noise like underneath the ground like from like they they would go outside and try to hear it and look for the noise anywhere but it would literally come from beneath the earth and they that's what they would be hearing like all the time yeah and then they would hear would it be like a graveyard was that like a graveyard or something no it's it's literally just the land that they have like that they're living on and like like, you know when you see those those farmhouses and they're just, like, in the middle of nowhere and they're just surrounded by land? Yeah, who mm-hmm. there? Yeah. <laughs> White people. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> basically they would see that and then they would hear mocking voices, like, of an unknown language. So, like, like whispers, but it was an unknown language. Like, they couldn't figure out what it was they would hear heavy footsteps coming up to like the house and they would look outside and there was nothing there um objects like would would move and appear on their own like 100 miles like yards not miles away but yards away so since like they were farmers they would have like a stack of hay like and sometimes like or a stack of things that are like super heavy 
And then they would move it and they'd be like, okay, we're done with that for today. And then they would come back doing another work and it would be in the exact same spot, spot, spot as before. So it would be in the same spot? Yeah. So it's like they so didn't even that, move it. So it was in the, in the spot that they, it used to be at? Yeah. Not the new spot? Yeah. Oh, shit. So they would like, they I were literally that, going that, like, they, crazy. It was the spot they left it out. I was like, isn't that what's supposed to happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were. It was in the spot that they left it before they started moving it. So it was in the spot. Be- yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So and then it would even go like into their like household, and they would like the. Let's say the mom went to get groceries, and she unpacked it all and put it in the fridge. She would come back like five minutes later. And everything would still be in the bags. <laughs> Bye. So, I would have been like, oh, more groceries. Nice. <laughs> the ghost knew that they were expired, so he did it yeah. for Oh, my God. But, and it would even go as far as they would put a new collar on the dog, and, the, and then the collar would be missing, and then it would reappear again. Because they would, they would go buy a new collar, and they're like, oh, it's the same one. And they would even buy, like, they would lose, like, expensive pieces of, like, farm equipment, like a tractor or something like that, and they would lose it, and they'd be like, okay, like, I'm just going to buy another new one at this point, but then it would show up the next day, so they would have two of them. Wow. So, basically, like, they would say... to make them richer, man. Like, more. No, but they were, like, struggling because this was expensive stuff, like... Like... And they were like they felt like it was like they described it as like trickery like this like this thing was playing with them like it was making them go insane insane but basically but then literally I the reason why I think this is real and because like I think is because the like people that were part of the Pentagon CIA. Em- employees they all invested into this investigation like they all like went and went out of their way to be part of it and like i don't think anyone just does that like you know what i mean like especially part of the government like you know what i mean that's true blame it on the government but not just to cover it up like you said yeah mm-hmm. and the things that get more scary scary is like when so then, like, people, like, local, locals would go, and they would go, and um, they would interview them. So there was a lady in uh, 2017, they interviewed her, Janice um, Puigup, I think that's her name. I don't know how to pronounce it fully. Um, but she lives, like, west of Skinwalker. Um, and one night, she heard, that, like, the heifers or, like, the cows, like, literally screaming she said bellowing i don't know what that if you guys know what that term is but literally like if you you heard uh i don't know if you guys have ever heard like a farm animal screech but that shit's loud like you could hear it like and it sounds like it's really unpleasant so the basically when she went to go investigate a light came down on her like a spotlight and she was, like, a non-believer before this, too. Like, mine be, like, she did not really believe anything. But after this, she literally became traumatized because her neighbor had come out. 
and he had fallen like under the lights of whatever was shining a light on them they don't really know because it was so blinding and a few weeks a few weeks later he was diagnosed with cancer what the and then not only that but a few years later her son was diagnosed with cancer unexpectedly Okay. And it wasn't genetic at all? And, no, the son, he was the first one in his family bloodline to have that disease. Wait, what type of cancer? Um, He said, I think he had MS. He said MS or something like that. I don't know exactly what type of cancer that is or what kind of sickness it is. But he, they, I think the mom, the mom was, like, thinking that because of this encounter that it was partially fault for them getting sick so that's where it kind of got serious in the part of the thing and it was like really it was really heartbreaking to see her like like talk about it because she literally could not she was like i cannot go on i'm sorry like she couldn't talk about it anymore because it was so traumatizing to her bro. but yeah wait so it was just them three like there's no one else? No, those were the neighbors. So like that, oh, that this is a different people. these are different people. So like multiple people are experiencing the same thing and they're reporting the same like things happening to them. Um okay. and then basically they they went really deep into in the, this investigation and there was like neighbors saying that they had damaged trees from from whatever was flying by um a hu- humanoid creatures that they see uh they even this guy even saw um a sighting where they followed this creature type thing to the top of a mountain i think it was the investigators and they see this creature crawl into a space but the space was not like existent it was literally crawling into like another dimension or something that's what he saw described what he saw so like let's say there's like the sky he crawled into a hole into the sky like basically like that black hole yeah basically that's what they said like things like that reminds me of chicken little it's just <laughs> super scary. And then there is also another sighting of this lady um, in Dark Canyon, Utah. And she's really, really close proximity to um, Skinwalker Ranch. And she has a miss, like, she describes her experience as a missing time experience. So she was in her kitchen or whatever, and she saw really bright lights outside. So she went to go check it out. But before, that's the last thing she remembers, that she was standing in front of her kitchen, and she woke up again, and it was already, like, 10 hours later, and she was standing in the same spot. Standing? She she fell asleep standing? No, she didn't fall asleep. She just doesn't remember what happened. What the... So wait, so she saw it in the kitchen. So she was standing there for like five hours straight or like six, ten hours straight. Just hypnotized probably. Yeah, some, whatever, I don't know whatever what happened to her. But 
What if she saw something? And these people are not, like, crazy, like, crackhead people, like, out of the cuts or something like that. Like, this lady was a teacher. Like, she's, like, a a public school teacher or she works in public schools. And, like, she was even saying, like, yeah, I don't, like, I'm... She was scared to talk about it because she's risking a lot, like, her reputation as an educator. You know what I mean? So... I, I I think there's honestly truth to it. Like, I don't think this much people would make up a story to it, you know? Yeah. And how are we the, like, can, like, can I make this point? How are we the only beings that were, were created in, like, the universe? I don't believe that. Because, like, if so, we're created, wouldn't that mean that somebody else could possibly create it or something else? By, by, by what I mean? Like, how did we come about and nothing else came about? Dimension. A different dimension. Exactly. Yeah. But this last story is basically with them again, um, with the family again, the Gorman family. And one afternoon, they were already kind of mad because they had lost so many cattle. Um, I think they lost, like, 14 out of 80 cattle that they had gone missing. They found, like, mutilated or dead. And they had four bulls. And these four bulls came out to um, 2,000 pounds. So bulls are really hard to deal with already, and they're heavy. So they're hard to move, right? So they left their house and when they get back the four bulls are gone but they're inside of they try to look for look look around for them and they find them all four bulls in a really small space inside of a shed and the door is locked what the and bulls are crazy like they will rock it if they like if they like they're wild. Like, they're not going to take that. Like, it was a short amount of time within the span of, like, 45 minutes. That's crazy. And they even checked, like, they even went into investigation to see if the door was unlocked, but there was cobwebs surrounding the handle of the door. So nobody opened the door. They just... What the hell? They were just were relocated inside of that space. <laughs> crazy. That's I think all of this like and even there was also reports of like mutilations which is like the the cattle like ripped into pieces but they even went into deeper like investigation to it and these mutilations looked like they were done by a surgeon like they were clean cut by like very sharp objects and like I don't know if you know what a ball and socket joint is, but it's really hard to take, like, your hip. Like, your hip is a ball and socket, so when you, it's really hard to take that ball and socket joint out, and they would find clean, like, removal of those joints of the animals, and then they would find, like, just, like, it looks so precise that, a, like, a... So you would think, like, okay, like, an animal could have came and ate the cow for whatever. Like, it'll just rip it apart, you know? But an animal cannot do that if it's clean, and there is no trace of blood. There is no trace of anything. So they were thinking, like, it was 
possibly they they destroyed oh, the butcher. animal. <laughs> they they thought they were thinking that possibly they destroyed that animal in a different place, maybe their ship or something. Like you know, in the movies where they levitate the cow and then they bring him back down. <laughs> but like honestly, where did these movies get that from? Like, if there has to be some truth to it, like people don't just make that shit up. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't that's know. true. But I yeah, that. that's the, that's basically they are. It's still an investigation. They don't really know what's going on with it, and... And nothing has occurred since 2017. No, things are still occurring. Like, there's still sightings and stuff like that, but... Well, what was this document... When was this um, documentary movie made? It, I think it um, just came out in 2019, 2020. Damn. We should, check, we should check it out. So it's very recent. Let's go. <laughs> I, I'm scared because they were saying that shit follows you. Like that can follow you home. Like and you will have that experience. Like it can affect your life. I think like talking about like all these things and like demons and all that. Like kind of like call, like we're kind of like calling them and stuff. So they come. They're like present and shit like that. Do you guys think that's true or not really? I personally don't think it's true. I, I think just because I I already have talked like about it so much and I haven't had anything happen to me, and for some reason, so <laughs> the demon in your room is like bet tonight. <laughs> 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 out. <laughs> you're like you're talking shit. <laughs> See what's gonna yeah, happen. Like, oh, you think you're all that? <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> But that's crazy. I know my mom. My mom had had a friend that she went to like um, what are they called when they predict your future? Um, fortune teller. Yeah, fortune yeah, teller. She went to a fortune teller and she's like, "My life is going so bad right now. All these bad things are happening to me. Like all these deaths in my family. I'm like, she's like in debt and everything like that. And the fortune teller goes like tells her right away. She's like, "Did you?" play with the Ouija board and she goes goes, yeah I did and um she's like that's why all these bad things are happening to you like I feel like if you mess with stuff like that like things that are like physically have like something attached to them then you're kind of like bringing things into your life but like I don't think if you watch documented things I don't think that can happen yeah. No, it's unless you're like performing the ritual with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like there's like occult clubs, like legit in schools. Like how do that? How do they even like you know allow that? That's Maybe they scary. fake it and then they just say they're doing a podcast, you know, and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they just say they're doing a podcast and they talk about demons. <laughs> That's so weird. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I would not listen to that. I would not. Yeah, it's it's pretty scary. It's pretty terrifying to think about it. I just put myself. I think the the more the more reason I believe it is just because I put myself in their position. They're <laughs> like, oh, when mm-hmm. yeah. Or like, you can like just overthink it, and then you're gonna be like, oh, this is happening to me. What a coincidence! Yeah. After I watched 
La Llorona, she's going to get me. Or yeah. I don't know. <laughs> she won't deal with me. Like, she won't. <laughs> she, she can't handle me. <laughs> Should put me up for adoption. <laughs> <laughs> I have the forms. That's it, folks. <laughs> yeah, well, that's basically the end of the story. Do you guys have any thoughts about that? What do you guys think? Befriend all demons. Befriend all ghosts. You guys can be... But... <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Um, don't do it. Don't play with Ouija boards. I don't think I would ever play with a Ouija board. That's I too much for me. Just remember, say hi and then say bye. Respect the earth. Respect the grounds. Just respect. If you don't have respect <laughs> for your... Because honestly, if you're disturbing like an entity, it's obviously going to come after you. Like That's why mm. when they drilled into the ground... And they obviously disturbed something and made something mad, and that's why they were going crazy. Yeah. Well, that's a spooky edition for y'all. That was all spooky. Yeah, stay safe, everyone, this Halloween. Have a good Halloween. Don't get COVID. Just buy your kids some candy from the store. Like that's, Exactly. That's, yeah, honestly, that's a lot. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Halloween's going to be crazy. I know. I hope everyone has fun, though. I know. Try to make it fun for you guys. Try to do some... Just do something fun for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Steph, do you, have, do you want to say bye to the people? <laughs> the peeps. Oh, uh, shoot. The peeps? Yeah, I don't know what to say. Just, you know... Just tell Be me. safe out there, Damien. Give me... Because, like, you know, there's crazy people out there. There's crazy people. Give me your art like, app yeah. one more time, your Instagram page real quick. Oh, yeah, guys, you can, like, hit that follow button on Instagram <laughs> uh, at SP Creates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. All right, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Stay safe. Uh, smile. <laughs> uh, for people that are still in school, you know, we got one more month, like a couple weeks left, like a month and a half, probably. Yeah, do good on your, on your finals, Push your midterms. Just turn it in. Make that 11.59 deadline. Because <laughs> it's a hot girl semester. Hey, hey, you guys, make it till you make it, you know? But still, turn in those assignments. <laughs> hot girl semester, Jesus. <laughs> All right, everyone. See, see ya. C's get degrees, but they don't get PhDs. So, just have to face that. <laughs> okay, Yikes. bye, guys. That's a wrap. <laughs>